service today, we're going to have Brother White's class, um, I think, uh, sanctification, yep. and so that's going to be really good, so praise the Lord, that's awesome, um, I think I've made all the announcements, if not, uh, they're in your bulletin, so <laughs> let's pray real quick, um, Father, I just thank you for this morning, I thank you for this opportunity to speak your word. And Father, I'd ask that every person here, Father Lord, would get something, a nugget, Father God, that they can hold on to, Lord, that would help them, Father Lord, in this road of life, Father. I pray that your anointing would just touch this house. I bind every hindrance spirit in the name of Jesus Christ, the name that's above every name. And Father, we just ask the Holy Spirit would have his way here in the church today. And we give you the praise in Jesus' precious and holy name. Amen. So everybody says amen. Everybody said amen. Let me pull out my props real quick. I get started. Amen. I like visuals. I told you that. Um, so I want to talk to you this morning about what's under your hood. And I've been thinking about this a lot lately because I've had a lot of car maintenance to do. My dad was the mechanic in the family. Uh, he had a car in his house in the garage he was working on. He had a car in the driveway he was working on. He was working on some of my equipment when uh, the Lord took him home. And so then it kind of came my responsibility to get that stuff fixed. And I'm not really mechanically inclined when it comes to engines. So I had to find a mechanic, take this stuff around town. And uh, it cost me quite a bit, to say <laughs> the least, finding a mechanic to do car work. And, uh, and so... Uh, yeah, so I've been thinking a lot about car parts and uh, keeping your engine clean and maintenance on your engine. And um, my father, he liked cars. We'd go around to car shows, and uh, he always wanted to build a hot rod. And, uh, and we were up at the cruise night one night, and there was this guy that had this Ford Courier. I don't know if you remember those little 1970 Ford Couriers. It wasn't big as nothing. It looked like a matchbox on wheels or whatever. And this guy had this engine, and my dad, it caught his eye. And so my dad starts trotting across the street. Hey, buddy, hey, hey, stop, stop. And he, he gets the guy to stop and pull over, and he looks, and it's got a blower on this thing. I mean, the engine was almost as big as the whole car. It was, it was custom made, the way they fit it in there. They probably had to weld it. I mean, it was just set up. It had a blower. I mean, the thing was just powerful. It would have probably blowed everything away if it would have raced it there on that, uh, on that uh, um, cruise night or whatever. It was just, it had this huge engine. It had power under the hood. So my thought is, guys, what's under your hood today? What do you have in your life that's giving you power to get down the road, to get past the roadblocks in your life? What, what power, what anointing do you have? What do you have under your hood? Do you have power with God this morning? Or do you have a bunch of squirrels on a, on a hamster wheel running around chasing peanuts? What power do you have under your hood this morning, guys? See, guys, because you can have the coolest-looking car, the nicest rims, the most awesome paint job, but if there's nothing under the hood, you have no power for your life to get down the road. You have nothing. you got to have power under your hood, power in your life. We need a move of God in our church, back in our lives. We need the power of the Holy Spirit flooding our, low, our souls, flooding our lives. We need that anointing of God. No power of God, no move of God in our lives. What power do you have in your life this morning? What's keeping you in the race that will get you across the finish line, guys? What power are you operating in? Are you operating in the power of your own self? Are you operating in the power of the Holy Spirit? Will you be found dead on the side of the road because you have nothing under your hood? There's a word that says, someone said, Ford stands for found on road dead, which could be true because I have a Ford right now that needs to be worked on. But what power do you have in your life that's going to get you down the road 
that's going to get you past relapse, addiction, your sins, your problems, your situations? What power do you have underneath in your spiritual engine to get you down the road of life? What power do you have, guys, that would get you past the roadblocks, that would get you out of the loser's bracket into the winner's circle? See, because a Christian life takes power. takes power. Power of the Holy Spirit. Acts 1 and 8 says this, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses into Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. When the power of the Holy Spirit comes in your life, you'll have power to go outside these walls and witness to people, tell them about the goodness of Jesus Christ, that he loves them, that he's got a plan and purpose for his life. The Holy Spirit will empower us as a church to go out and be witnesses all over this city, this town, and to people we meet. We need the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives our hoods, guys, to be victorious in this life, in this Christian race. We need the power of the Spirit, guys. So you can't navigate the potholes in the road of life by yourself. You need the power of God's Spirit. The Spirit leads and He guides and He directs us if we'll give Him the will. Kind of like that Carrie Underwood song, Jesus, take the will, you know? But I've seen some of you drive, so you might want to give the will to the Lord. Praise the Lord. My wife's one of them. She's like, she's, like, she's like pretty bad. The Bible just says here in John 16 and 13, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. The Holy Spirit will guide us on the road of life, and then he'll tell us what's coming. He'll tell us what's coming down the road. He'll point out the mess-ups and the roadblocks and the speed traps. Do you have the power of the spirit under your hood today, guys? Have you been filled up with the power of the Holy Spirit? Where's your power coming from? Is your power in your finances? Is your power in your health? Is your power in your career? See, because your finances, a few years back, there was this Enron situation. All these people put money, and they invested money in this for retirement, and they thought they were going to have a great retirement, and it was a scam, and it fell apart, and they were left with nothing. They put their money, their power, or their faith in their finances. Your health, you can be great today, go to the doctor tomorrow and get horrible news. You can go bed to, to bed tonight and not wake up tomorrow. We're not promised tomorrow. Your career, you can have a booming career, but then the heads decide they want to close up and sell out and uh, close stores and, and sell it out and make money so they can retire. And there's buyouts and there's all these things and you'll be left with nothing. All the things that we put stock in in this world that we think is going to give us power to get down the road of life can just fade away in an instant. The only certainty we have, guys, is in Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. One of the things that we need to have to have power in the Spirit is a clean engine, guys. A clean heart. A clean life. There's some maintenance that we have to do, though, on our spiritual engines, our hearts, our lives, so we can have power with God under our hood. See, a dirty engine won't run right. You have to do maintenance. You have to clean your engine. And so the first thing, guys, that we need to keep clean under our hood so we can have power is the air filter. If I can get this thing open. See, what the air filter does, it takes in dirt out of the air. It collects it. It keeps it from getting in your engine and destroying your engine. But what happens, if you don't change this, it gets clogged up. And your engine won't be able to breathe. It starts to being choked out. It starts suffocating. 
And there's a lot of Christians in the world, we've let our filters get dirty and not clean because of things around us, because of the world, things you look at that you shouldn't be looking at, things that you're doing that you shouldn't be doing, and our filter gets dirty and we can't breathe. And we'll, we'll come to church and we're like suffocating, trying, trying to get the breath of God's spirit in our lives and we can't breathe because our filters are so dirty and God's wanting to pour his spirit out in your life so you can breathe, but we're so clogged up with the garbage of the world, we're being choked out, we're dying because we can't get no air of the spirit Amen. in our lives. We gotta clean our filters. Reminds me, I had an engine and it was going really good. It had power, and all of a sudden it just died on me. And I tried to get it to crank. I changed the oil, and I couldn't figure out what was going on. So I finally I pulled out the air filter, and it was just super dirty. So I pulled it out, cleaned it off, washed it out, put it back on. Boom, it fired up. It could breathe. It could get the air it needed for the engine to work, for it to have power, guys. And we need to clean our air filter so we can breathe the power of the Spirit back in our lives so we'll have power to get down the road of life. There's a lot of people, guys, that are being choked out, clogged up, suffocating because they haven't cleaned out their air filters. They let the things of the life here in this world choke us out, guys. See, guys, we need a clean spiritual air filter in our life underneath our hoods. The second thing we need to keep clean and full, guys, under our hood is our engine oil. And see, our engine oil... It keeps the parts lubricated. It keeps them running smooth. It helps to fight. Uh, it helps take away the heat of the engine. And what happens if you don't change your oil over time? It gets dirty and begins to, to clump up. And it won't dissipate the heat of your engine. Your, your engine actually can seize up and quit and die on you. And a lot of us, guys, we haven't changed our oil in such a long time. We need a fresh pouring of God's spirit into our lives. We can't go on yesterday's anointing, last month's anointing, last year's anointing. We need a fresh new anointing of God's spirit in our church, in our lives today. A fresh pouring, a fresh changing of his spirit in our lives today, guys. We can't go on dirty oil. We've got to have clean oil under our hoods. So we'll have power with God. Power with God. If you want to win the race, cross the finish line, we have to keep clean engines, guys. We have to keep our motors running. You have to change the oil and put some fresh in so we have power with God. The Holy Spirit will clean your engine. He'll get the dirt out. He'll take your engine and he'll wash you in the precious blood of Jesus Christ. He'll get the gunk. He'll get the dirt out if you'll let him do it, guys. He'll pour new, fresh oil into your life. The Holy Spirit convicts people of their sins, their wrongdoings, their lifestyles. The Bible says in John 16 and 8, and when he comes, talking about the Holy Spirit, he will convict the world of its sins and God's, judge, or God's righteousness and the coming judgment. So no wonder there's such a lack of the power of God in the church today and in the world. It's because we got compromised so much in our Christian walk. No one wants to take a stand for God's word. No one wants to stand up for what's right versus what's wrong. We want to live in gray areas. It's okay, pastor, to be a, a social drinker. You know, people at the bars need Jesus too, right? It's okay to sleep around before marriage, pastor. I mean, how am I supposed to find the right one? You know, it's okay to act like the world, to be like the world. Doesn't the Bible say, become all things to all men to save some? See, we twist the word. 
We compromise. Statistics say church growth is growing, that the mega churches are growing, small churches are growing, churches are opening up all over the country, but our cities aren't changing. Our society is not changing. The government's not changing. We compromise so much, we become numb to the convicting power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. We need the anointing of God in our lives, in our churches, in our homes. Lord, fill us again. Pour your spirit back into our lives so we can feel your spirit, your anointing, that we can change, that we can have some conviction back in our lives, in our church, that we can live right, that we'll have a clean engine, that we'll have power with God when we need it. The Holy Spirit will get the junk and the gunk out of our lives. We need that fresh pouring, that fresh anointing under our hoods to live right, guys. The third thing that we need to keep clean and full under our hoods so we can have power is the power steering fluid. See, the power steering makes it easier to turn your wheels, to drive, to navigate down the road of life, to stay between the white lines. See, it's hard to steer without power steering fluid or when it goes dry or you let the fluids get low. See, when we let the word of God in our lives get dry and get low, then it gets hard to turn from sin, from addictions, from our hangups, from our hurts, guys. We got to have our fluid level in God's word up full in our lives so we'll have power over the, the world and the things of the world. We can't let the power steering fluid of God's word in our life get low. We got to get it topped off. Psalm says this in 119.11, I have stored your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. In other words, I filled it up in my heart, my spirit. I put your word up there so I'm not going to sin. And then 119.105, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light into my path. It's like the headlights. It shines on the road. It shows us where we're going, where the, the traps are at, guys. Church God word gives us a power to navigate through the roads and the sharp turns in life. Where's the power steering fluid level at in your life? What's it like under your hood this morning, guys? See, we need the power of God's word in our life daily, topped off, maxed out, so we can have a clean, fresh engine, so we can have power with God. And the fourth thing we need to have, guys, in working order so that we can have power with God is a timing belt. And uh, this is a miniature version. They're usually a little bit bigger. But the timing belt, guys, it keeps our, our motors in line, our crankshaft, our pistons, our rods. It keeps them turning in sync. That way we have power. It's in unity, power in our motor. The timing belt speaks of being in alignment with God in time with his Holy Spirit. The timing belt makes everything work in t- together in order, in unity. Yeah. And see, church, if the belt breaks, it causes damage. Your rods can shoot through the side of your engine block and your pistons can get messed up. It can cause damage. It can destroy your engine. And when we get our lives out of sync, out of order with God's plan, his word, his purpose, we do damage to ourselves. We can do damage to other people. It can destroy God's plan and purpose for your life if you get out of sync with God. The children of Israel, God gave them the promised land. He said, go and take it. He gave it. They could go over and they went and spied out and they came back with a negative attitude. They got out of sync with God's plan and purpose for their life and they spent 40 years wandering around a desert, a wilderness, and they died there, that generation, because they got out of sync with God's plan and purpose for their life. We can't get out of sync with God. Some of you here today might be out of sync with God. You might feel like you've been walking around in a desert, in a wilderness. But I'm here to tell you, you can get back in sync with God today. 
You can get your life back where God wants you to have it. You can be back in order with God so you can walk in the plan and the purpose that he has for your life. See, when I think I I know better, when I think I have a better plan than God, that I know better, my life gets messed up, it gets screwed up because I don't know what's best for me. God knows what's best for me if I put it in his hands. So you get in and out of sync. Well, God can destroy your purpose, guys. Proverbs 3 and 5 says this. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. I can't lean on my own understanding. I have to lean on the Lord and he'll direct my paths, guys. Romans 8 and 28. And we know all things work together in sync for the good of those that love God, who are called according to his purpose, work together in time, in sync. 1 Corinthians 14, 40. But everything should be done fitting and in order, uh, an orderly way, in sync, in time, in working together, guys. If we want the power under our hoods, if we want the power of God in our lives, that anointing of the Holy Spirit in our lives, we have to have a good timing belt, guys. Our lives have to be in time in alignment with the Holy Spirit. So we can operate in the power of his spirit, guys. Jesus didn't operate in his own power. Jesus operated in the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus was conceived of the power of the Holy Spirit. He was led into the wilderness by the power of the Holy Spirit. He came out of the wilderness in the power of the Spirit. Luke 14 says, Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit. Luke 4, 18, Jesus said this, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach good news. He had the power of the Holy Spirit on his life to lead him, to guide him, to direct him, to touch people's lives. Acts 10, 38, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. And he went around doing good things, healing all who were under the power of the devil because God was with him. He was under the power of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. What's under your hood this morning? What power do you have in your life this morning? Are you operating in the power of the Holy Spirit today, church? We must have the Holy Spirit in our lives. I have no power on my own. But there's one who lives in me, who knows my name, who knows my path to the direction, the, what he has for my life, what's in store for me down the road. That's the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit in our lives. The Holy Spirit's the power in my life, the power under my hood. The Holy Spirit's the one who gives power to your life, gives power to the church, gives the anointing to the church to do the work of ministry. The Apostle Peter, he had no power under his hood until the Holy Spirit came upon him. Apostle Peter, he cowered down outside the temple courts there when Jesus was being tried and convicted to a, to a little girl to the point that he was even cussing. I don't know the man. But there was a change in Peter's life in Acts chapter 2 when the Holy Spirit fell upon him and the disciples. Peter and the apostles, they received a divine enabling from the Holy Spirit, a power and demonstration. They just, they just didn't receive the Holy Spirit, but they had the Holy Spirit with power and demonstration. And that's what we need in our lives is power and demonstration back in the church, guys, back in our ministries. We need demonstration of the power in this day and age we live in. The problem with the church world today is though there's a lot of shouting that we got it. But there's no demonstration of the power. Peter had so much power under his hood that his shadow would bring healing to people. Acts 15, 5 and 15 says, As a result, people brought out the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and mats 
so that at least Peter's shadow might fall on some of them as he passed by. Crowds gathered also from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing their sick and those tormented by evil spirits, and all of them were healed. You know you got power under your hood when your shadow heals people. I I can see Peter's shadow saying now, Peter, it's okay, you're tired, just sit there, I I got this, and just, just lean over a little bit, and his shadow would heal people. And that shows me right there, guys, we don't even have to touch people. We just got to be anointed. Just get around some anointed people. Let the overshadowing of the Holy Spirit get on your life. It'll change your situation. It'll change your uh, circumstance. It'll change what you're going through. Just get around some people that's got the anointing in their life, and you'll see some things change in your life. The Holy Spirit will give you strength and boldness to stand and fight in the midst of your storms and trials. Acts 4 and 8 says, Peter filled with the Holy Spirit. He began to speak. He was brought before the the temple leaders, uh, the Sadducees, uh, the high priest, because him and John had uh, healed a man uh, um, outside a gate called Beautiful, and they wanted to know what authority, what power he was doing this in. And Peter, with boldness, the same Peter that cowered down out in the temple court, said, Jesus Christ, whom you crucified. He started telling him, he started standing up with boldness. He said, the stone, the builders, you rejected. And he told him it was no other name under heaven where man could be saved. He had this empowering, he had this boldness because the Holy Spirit in his life, guys. We need the Holy Spirit. It will empower the church. It will empower your walk to do what God's called you to do. You don't face your struggles alone. I want you to know that today. When everyone else walks away, the Holy Spirit will still be there by your side. Know where your power comes from, guys. Know who your power source is. What's under your hood this morning? Engines on the racetrack, they have to be finely tuned, hitting on all cylinders. And you and me, we need to be in tune with the Holy Spirit, hitting on all cylinders, that we can have power under our hoods, power in our lives, that we can touch people, that we can speak into people's life, that we can show them that Christ has got a plan and purpose for their life, that if they need healing, we can lay hands on them and they can receive a healing. The Holy Spirit will help us get through the race of life. He'll help us bypass the roadblocks. The Bible says in Ephesians 3.20, Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works within us. What power do you have working in you today, church? What do you have under your hood? What power are you operating in? What power do you have this morning? See, Jeff has a limited amount of power. I get tired. I get weak. I have to drink energy drinks a lot. Thanks to Robbie. Uh, But the Holy Spirit, he never gets tired. He never gets weak. He's always on call. He's got power instantly. He's power, guys. We need the power of the Spirit in our lives. There are car show people who put all their money into fixing up the outside of a car. Restoring the outside. But leaving what's under the hood alone. And that's just like a lot of people in church and Christians around the world. They want to look good on the outside. They invest in all the things of the outside, the material things, your careers, collecting stuff, working out, working on the outside, putting all the investment in the outside, but leaving the inside undone. Well, pastor, I go to yoga three times a week and and stretch and hum for 45 minutes. 
Let me tell you something, guys. You can go to yoga for three times a week for 45 minutes, cross your legs, and hmm, and it's not going to do anything for your spiritual walk. But let me tell you, you get on your knees and on your face, and you begin to cry out to the Lord Jesus Christ, touch me, move on me, Lord. Send your spirit, fill me with your spirit, empower me, let your spirit overshadow me. You'll see some things change in your life. It's funny how that... Today, the society that we live in, man, we'll, we'll spend billions of dollars on health products, working out. People will get up at 5.30 in the morning, go to a gym with, with a bunch of stinky, sweaty, smelly people, faithfully four to five days a week, but we can't even make church twice a month. We'll spend tons of money on health products that tastes like garbage, but we can't even do a Daniel fast for 21 days. We can't even go to a, a prayer meeting. We invest in the outside, but we put no investment on fixing the inside, working on what's under our hood, your spiritual engine, guys. People can put a smile on their face. They can come to church, still be void and empty of relationship on the inside. People can say they love God and that they're dedicated to God, but the national average says that people who attend church only come twice a month. See, we can look good on the outside, just like a car show, but have no power in our lives. You can't look good on the outside, guys, and not spend no time working on the inside of your life and expect to have power with God to get through life. See, it's the motor that gets you down the road, guys, not the paint job. You have to have more than squirrels and peanuts under your hood. You have to have power. You have to have the Holy Spirit power in your life. God is looking for some people that's got a heart for him, that love him, that will worship him in truth and spirit, that will walk right before him and not be a show in front of people. People that has a heart for God under their hood, that love God, that put him first, that put the investment in him, having a good clean engine, power with God. So you have to have power with God, guys, in this Christian walk to get down through the road of life, to make it over the mountains, to get through the valleys. You have to have that anointing power of the Holy Spirit working in our lives. You can't make this journey in a show car. Church, what's separating your life today from a show car? What's separating you from being a show? What power do you have in your life under your hood that's keeping you from being a show? Are you operating in the power of God's spirit? Are you operating in self? The worship team wants to come on back up. Do you have power today with God? What's under your hood? The Apostle Paul said this in 1 Corinthians. My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words. In other words, it wasn't a show, guys. But it was a demonstration of the spirit power. Power in our lives. We have to have the power of God in our lives. The Apostle Paul wasn't about a show. He had power under his hood. He had a relationship. He had fellowship with the Holy Spirit. In church, we need the power and the demonstration of the Holy Spirit back in our church, back in our homes. We need it to invade our lives. We need it just to overshadow us. We need the anointing power of God back again in this church, this day, this age that we live in. There's people dying and going to hell every day, and we need to be more than a show in our church, more than a show we can come in here on Sundays. We need to live what we preach. 
Zechariah 4 and 6 says this, it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. It's not by the might of man. It's not by the power of man, but it's by the power of the spirit of the Lord in our lives. And guys, you might be here today and your life may be clogged up. You may be choking out where you can't breathe because your air filter is so clogged. God wants to clean your air filter today so you can breathe the spirit, the spirit of life, the spirit that God has for you. He wants you to clean that filter out. You may be here today and you have dirtiness in your life, dirty oil. God wants to pour freshness back into you this morning. He wants to pour fresh oil into you. You may be having problems steering away from sin, addictions, things in your life. God wants to help you. He wants to anoint you. He wants to touch your life today. Guys, praise the Lord. And if you're here, guys, and maybe your life's got out of time, you feel like you're, you've been wandering around in a spiritual desert, a wilderness, God wants to meet you. He wants to get your life back in alignment, working order, in sync with his spirit so he can pour his blessings out upon your life today, guys. So if you're here this morning and you need prayer, I want to pray with you. These altars are open because like I said, I don't even have to touch you. You just need to get around where the anointing's at and let the spirit overshadow your life, touch you, do a work in your life. But if you're here this morning, I want to pray with you. I want to ask this worship team, the prayer team to come back up. And we want to pray with you. You just meet at these altars. If you just want to meet and spend some time with God, let God fill you this morning, guys. Let the power of the Holy Spirit touch and change your life. It's the Spirit that changes your life. It's not a program. It's not just people. It's the anointing power of God's Spirit that changes you. So if you're here this morning, we'd like to pray with you. I'd like to pray with you if you need a touch this morning.